Welcome to the new Cat Chat brought to you by Dr. Elsie's, the wonderful private company owned by Dr. Elsie, a feline-only veterinarian whose personal mission is to formulate litters that keep cats using the litter box, which keeps them in their loving homes. I'm Tracy Hotchner, the author of The Cat Bible, everything your cat expects you to know. My mission is to entertain, educate, and inspire cat lovers like you to give their kitty cats the best possible life in nutrition, affection, and environmental enrichment. With Dr. Elsie's support, the Cat Chat Show brings you interviews with cat authors and experts, some old favorites, some new conversations, so you can better understand and appreciate your own feline family members. Dr. Elsie's is also the founding and contributing sponsor of my Cat Film Festival, short films from around the world that celebrate the kitty cat, which will be back in theaters as soon as they reopen. Meantime, thanks to Dr. Elsie's, you can now see streaming versions of the Cat Film Festival for free on Amazon Prime and Tubi TV. Hope you enjoy listening and watching. I am delighted to be able to welcome Tori Peterson to the show. She has the Space Cat Academy which Ann Beale talks about in her book, Heroic, Helpful, Caring Cats. And I was able to snag Tori in between training, interesting dog training, but then much more interesting cat training because she's really a one-off. I don't know anyone else doing what she's doing. Tori, welcome to the show. And congratulations on being a pioneer in teaching people how to teach their cats many, many things, tricks and good behavior in ways that I haven't heard anyone else doing. Did you, you came to kitties from dogs, right? That was your entree to cat training. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. So, so yeah, I started with dog training and we were, I, I had moved to Wisconsin from New Jersey and we were just driving around getting a lay of the new land and a little orange kitten ran right in front of our car and she's really the one who started my journey on onto cats. How cool. And yeah, she it was crazy. She just ran right in front of us. She was all emaciated and and looked really awful. Um, and we nursed her back to health and it became abundantly clear that she was not going to be a normal cat or um, or at least one that sits on the sidelines. And so as I trained my dog, I compete in the sport of nose work with my dog, Nikki. And as I trained her, Peach started getting in on my training sessions and wow. started to find my nose work hides faster than my dog. Come so- on. <laughs> that is so cool. Yeah. Let's just back up for a minute because even though this is the cat show, and Space Cat Academy is really a one-off amazing thing. I've had people on talking about nose work and, and teaching a dog to, to follow a scent and, and that it can be used both professionally, if you will, as a volunteer for the police department, but also in competition. Explain about hiding your fines, F-I-N-D-S, because these are ideas that people don't really know. I did a tiny bit of nose work training with Wanda, who's a genius. I'm just too impatient to do the training, to be frank. And my other dog doesn't want to sit still either. So she would just, you know, (laughs) they would would just sort of trample each other to get to stuff. Explain about the fines and how you do that with a dog and then how it morphed into Peach the Kitten doing it as well. Sure. So with dog nose work, I really do dog and cat nose work very similarly. But with dog nose work, I 
with the sport of nose work, I start training the target scent of birch. And we birch. use that scent. You mean like yeah. a tree? Yep. Wow. And that is um, in competition nose work, that is the first scent that the competition dogs need to learn. So that's why I started with that scent. Um, in several of the nose work organizations, we use birch, anise, and clove. And I'm not sure why they came up with those scents, um, but I followed suit for competition and trained my dog with those scents. And the way that it works is you take half of a Q-tip and you have a bunch of these half Q-tips in a jar, maybe 30 of them or something, and you do one drop of birch essential oil. And, you know, some of those Q-tips aren't even getting the actual essential oil on it. But you close it in a jar and you let it marinate, if you will. With one and drop. And then you take one with drop. one drop. One drop, yep. And you take one of those Q-tips and you put it in what we call a hide. So it might be a little metal container with some holes punched into it. It might be a little Tupperware type container. And you take that hide and you can place it in different scenarios or different searches. Wow. You know, it's very odd because those of us, I've had some wonderful authors on the show and the dogs um, are either cadaver dogs or some such. They're novels, even though I had one, I think I had an author whose dog did that professionally, if you will. But it was always, I always think, oh, it's a, uh, you know, a human foot rotting in the woods. The idea that it's <laughs> one drop of birch oil, which seems like the most natural smell in the world. What happens if there's a lot of white birch trees around? Doesn't that, sure. or, or red birch or something. <laughs> I mean, that's crazy. I thought that they were going for things like, you know, Limburger cheese, things with a really <laughs> intense, crazy smell, not something that's part of nature. Yeah, and so it's interesting because when we, when I start teaching people this, they say, you know, they're like, well, my why would my dog or my cat, for that matter, right. want to search this? Right. And um, the way that it works is we start pairing that scent with their absolute favorite food. So for my dog in competition, I use, I, I'll go out and get a roaster chicken and <laughs> cook it up in the oven. <laughs> wow. And we use, you know, we use chicken, we use um, meatballs, we use very high value things. Um, and what quantity when, when the dog finds the 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 hide the, the 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 almost entirely enclosed container so the dog isn't even getting the full value of the marinated q-tip i mean he's just getting this tiny yeah. rift through the holes how much of the chicken <laughs> do you give do you like put down the chicken and say enjoy no of course i know you don't but i'm just wondering how how big is the bonus i'm very chintzy with my bonuses so i'm wondering how sure. generous you are so it's a it's kind of a double edged sword because in competition, if you drop your food and the dog eats it off the floor in the search area, you're disqualified because it's contaminated the 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 search area. Oh. So you have to be very careful with how big or small or crumbly your pieces are. So typically, it might be an inch or two piece of chicken or half a meatball or something, something that's not gonna drop out of my hands and something that my dog can eat in one quick bite. And what about the kitty? Do the, does the cat get the same 
because bon- cats love roast chicken. They love deli meat. They oh, love yeah. meatballs. They love all that stuff. Is that the same bonus <laughs> for Peach? So Peach is actually allergic to chicken, but um, Peach, gets, <laughs> Peach gets lamb, rabbit, um, generally not cooked up like that, but in sort of a freeze-dried form, or um, she'll get cheese and things like that. I, I use them in sparingly, you know, use it sparingly just in training. And we don't, when we're training, we don't do, you know, tons of repetitions because I don't want to burn her out. So I feel comfortable using the, the treats that might not be the best for her sometimes because there's so few. <laughs> That's interesting. But you want to make sure she gets that, the ringing of the bell when she does it right. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, this is really interesting for for a dog. In theory, it's it's a sport and a great sport. But in theory, that dog could also go off to be a drug detection dog one day, or search for lost, uh, you know, children or Alzheimer's people or or abducted whomever's. But what about a kitty? I mean, it's really just a way of engaging their brain, I would think, and enhancing their life, enriching their life, which is, I mean, just as big for a cat as a dog that could go do a lassie type thing, right? (laughs) Absolutely. So it's an interesting point. So for our cats, they live pretty boring lives if we don't give them something to do. And so with Peach, she was getting into tons of trouble hanging (laughs) from my blinds. She's basically a little... (laughs) Monster. It's like a little evil Knievel. <laughs> yeah. She is hanging from the blinds. She was, um, she does everything for attention. Um, so whatever she does before she does it, she always makes sure that you're looking oh my or gets your God. attention. That's so crazy. So, <laughs> That's great. She's got tons of energy and she's like an evil genius. She's, I mean, she's not I evil. I love it. She's no, totally I know, I know. I, we, I, we get it. We cat lovers <laughs> get what you're saying. Evil with a smile. Yeah, with a with a nice little wink there. Yeah. yeah, she's. I mean, she's just crazy. Like she'll walk on the smallest little thing, so she is constantly bored. Um, and so I always have to find new ways. And like I said, she got into it kind of on her own. She was. I. It was also kind of a challenge from one of my good friends, um, Molly Summeridge. She told me. Oh, well, let's see you do nose work with a cat. Oh, that's so, I funny. Mean, I had, <laughs> so I had paired um, Peach to the scent before, meaning I had put the scent in front of her, and any time she went to sniff it, she got a reward. <laughs> and that's really how we start. And then, like I said, she started finding the, the hide the much faster than the dog. <laughs> yeah. That's, and so the dog had, was already a, com- a competitor. I mean, he was, he was yeah. like really into it. What kind of dog is he? Uh, she's a Central Asian Shepherd. Wow. Because I saw, and we're not going to veer off into the dog party. You're going to have to come back and have a separate dog conversation that the training you do sure. with dogs is for some very primitive breeds that I would basically say are not interested in sucking up to people. They're pretty yeah. aloof and pretty independent. And while you mentioned some of the breeds uh, on your website, like a Basenji or a Shibu Inu, I'm, I'm thinking Rhodesian Ridgeback, lots of breeds that I know of that are like, yeah, whatever. I'm going to go hunt for a lion. If you want to come along, go ahead, join me. And to those of you who have, sure. who have Rhodesian Ridgebacks and feel differently, I don't know. I've known a number of a great friend who now does Newfies, was breeding Rhodesian Ridgebacks. And 
they're, they seem more primitive than other brands of dog, if you will, species than, than, uh, than the, than a Labrador or a golden retriever. Let's talk about some of the things that at Space Cat Academy, anybody can look at the, well, you have to sign up and be part of the academy, but you have some really great things that you do with cats besides the fun stuff, which is really fun. Trick of the Month Club, which is such a cool idea. Community of cat lovers who learn two tricks a month to keep the cats motivated and interested. Great for people that have Bengals or any of the uh, Orientals who are very involved with people. And I know that they're higher energy necessarily, Abyssinians and Burmese and Siamese, but they certainly want to be more involved with people. And you're giving them a way to do that. But you have carrier training, training cats for road trips and air travel, and, and also teaching them not to counter surf, but not the ways that I tell people in the cat Bible, like sticky tape on the counter. So it's, oh, it's horrible up there. Or people that put a snapping thing underneath newspaper to scare them. You, you use no fear and no force with cats, which is an idea that I really haven't seen other people doing to teach them to do or not to do something. How do you do counter surfing? How do you teach a cat not to leave their lovely sticky paws and hair on your, your preparations for quiche, for example? <laughs> yeah. So, and you know, it's, and it's an interesting thing because I've evolved in my, in my dog training and cat training to go to fear and force free. Um, I find that if we give dogs and cats alternative behaviors to the ones that we always consider their most annoying ones, um, we can be just as successful. That's so great. the way that counter, yeah, so the way that counter surfing works is we set up the environment so the cat is successful. So lots of um, cat trees and elevated spaces right. that they are allowed on so that they don't feel like they have to get on that space. And then we teach them a few different techniques. So one of them is to, um, if they're actively on the counter, telling them how to get down instead of us having to go clapping and right. chasing. And, right, <laughs> and or squirting. Sort of Those things people do yep. that don't work. They make cats afraid Absolutely. of a squirt bottle or the person squirting, not of the space that they're in. Exactly. And so... Really, overall, Space Cat Academy really fosters um, relationship building with cats as well so that we aren't doing anything that's going to damage our relationship with our, for, our feline friends. Right. Um, so I also teach things like go to a place. We've seen this with dogs, yes. but I, I'm under the impression that anything a dog can do, a cat can do just as well or better. Nice, um, so, nice. Uh, <laughs> So I teach them to go to a station, so it might be a washcloth or a post-it note or just the couch or somewhere else. And if you start to see your cat ramping up to, you know, jump on the counter, we cue them to go over to another space. And what we find is the combination of changing the environment to suit the cat and also teaching them ways to not go on the counter and have alternative behaviors, they really start to do the thing that, they, that we want them to see instead of going on the counter. What this really is saying is 
putting on its ear the idea that cats don't want to please us, that cats are independent to the point of almost giving us the middle finger. It's an attitude towards cats which does not really depict them properly. I just think that, as you said, you have to set them up for success, give them lots of the things they need, like height, like vertical, like climbing, and then show them something different you want them to do. And when you say, and then when they understand that they'll want to do it, I can see a lot of people going, ah, no, not my cat. My cat doesn't want to do what I want. But it's because you've never communicated with them in this Space Cat Academy, fear and force free, let me talk to you and communicate with you instead of push you off or shove you off or clap you off or scare you off, right? Exactly. And I will let you in on a secret into cats. Um, for anyone listening, that you may think that your cat doesn't care about what you're doing or that they don't want to interact with you. But many times, the reason why they're going on the counter in the first place is to get your attention. Nice. It's also the same way that they knock things off your table or they meow excessively or they do things that annoy you. They're actually doing it to get you to look at yes. them. And so yes. if you can teach them to do something that you like better that's more appropriate, they'll start doing that thing to get your attention. And also I would think that they it's, it's like that kid going, Mommy, 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 <laughs> because the mom of the human child is not answering or paying attention. If you began to interact or invite your cat more to do things with you, the cat wouldn't need to keep tapping you on the shoulder by tossing things off your desk or meowing at you or getting on the counter. You'd already be having an, a dynamic together. I think what you're doing exactly. is great, Tori. We've run out of time, but I'm going to have a link to Space Cat Academy. I think I, if, if people bought books anymore, I'd be begging you to write a book, <laughs> but they don't. You have great videos. It's a great place for people to come together and do really cool things with their cats and really improve their communication and relationship. I love what you're doing. It's wonderful. I'm going to invite you back so we can talk about those primitive breeds of dogs and, and how they're different from the ones that we have manipulated more. Thank you so much for being here and all the good things you're doing on behalf of kitties. Absolutely. Thanks, Tracy, for having me. Thank you for listening. I hope this conversation has deepened your understanding and affection for cats everywhere. It's been brought to you by Dr. Elsie's, which has broken new ground by creating a healthy, dry, and canned food for kitties called Clean Protein, which is inspired by the protein levels found in a cat's natural prey. I recommend that wet food should always be your cat's primary diet. But clean protein is the first dry cat food I believe can be a healthy choice if you want to feed dry food, even as part of your cat's diet. This show is also supported by cat water, specially created for cats because kitties don't naturally drink water. Cat water is chlorine-free, ozonated, and lightly acidic, which encourages them to drink more, promoting urinary tract health with an ideal urinary pH. Clinical studies by the University of Montreal School of Veterinary School showed that cat water dramatically reduces minerals in a cat's urinary tract and that 9 out of 10 cats preferred cat water to tap water and drank 48% more of it. Cat water is 100% free of all minerals known to cause urinary infections and bladder stones, which matters because UTIs are the number one reason cats are taken to the vet. Amazon, Petco, and other pet stores carry bottles of cat water.